0: I want you to succeed at things that you never thought were possible and I want you to fail at things that you never thought were possible. But I just want you to take that failure and move forward. evening everybody welcome to the imperfect podcast i am improving myself every week so this week i spent about the whole goddamn week trying to get my cameras and buying 15 different adapters and that didn't work out very well um as you see because i'm still on my laptop but next week i should have things kind of going at a different pace than it needs to go um my goal from week to week is basically to teach and to learn from our guests, from our viewers, from our followers, and kind of bridge this hate gap that we're starting to develop that uh, kind of ranges from just a complete misunderstanding. I don't mean fucking extreme racism, because those motherfuckers are just a lost cause, but more of the people that just don't understand what's going on around the world, don't understand what people are working for. Um, I think what I've seen a lot with minorities in my life in general is uh, just a misunderstanding of who your allies are and who... You know your enemies are, and having been called not black my entire life, uh, even by African American history teachers, um, it's kind of put you in a position where you think that you're not worthy of this fight, even though you're part of it because you're constantly discriminated against uh, throughout your life. Um, With any event, um, in any event, my guest today is many things. Um, I would say a Black Lives Matter activist, an LGBTQ activist, a musician, a porn star, a world traveler. Um, and let me just bring him in here. My main man, Christopher Ashe, a.k.a. Jackson Wheeler. Um, if you could fill in anything that I kind of missed, certainly do that. If you guys can't hear the audio, just let me know, and then we'll figure it out, and I will figure something out later. But you should be able to hear them.
1: Mike, check one, two. Uh,
0: so, anyway, in any event, um, I guess we left on what cities you have protested on, uh, protested in, and kind of how those differed from city to city.
1: Uh, so this trip, I really only stopped in Atlanta. And then D.C. and spend a bunch of time in D.C. Um, The differences. I mean, you know, D.C. in itself is just like the heart of the nation. So you have a lot happening there. But Atlanta is a really big city in itself. So you have a lot happening there as well. Um, I, I can say that. It definitely didn't feel like there was any less uh energy behind the protest in either city uh you, so like both both groups are still getting their point crossed with uh equal vocal power and equal uh feeling and how they marched and why they marched so
0: yeah I see when we before we before we had the audio drop, you said specifically about Atlanta being pretty racist and i think every i mean not Atlanta, but georgia Georgia. i think everybody thinks that atlanta is georgia (laughs) and atlanta is heavily black but in actuality you know it comes down to once you get out of there you're you know i'm at arbory running through a neighborhood
1: right yeah yeah that's georgia's been uh quite the problem over the past decade or so um a lot of voter suppression a lot of bullshit primaries a lot of bullshit elections Uh, so you know you have more than just police brutality going on in Atlanta compared to a place like D.C. Uh, Oh
0: yeah without question
1: D.C. is not even a state itself so they have their own set of problems
0: Oh yeah I mean you got D.C. you got Baltimore I I lived in D.C. for a little bit it's D.C. is the only place I've ever seen four black police officers in the same place
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah, um, what, it's, more, so, it's more commonplace than you think, and they're right now. It seems like they're putting all the black cops on the front lines.
0: I saw you say that, and I mean, you're on the front line, so in several different states, is that what you kind of see for the most part?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're trying to put as much uh, like non-white personnel on the front line as they can.
0: Yeah, to try to make people rethink everything.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I, I guess you know, it's it's just kind of sickening in a lot of ways the what types of people
0: like are you seeing as far as out there like race wise or everybody just crazy and want to kind of burn shit up or is it more calm
1: no you see everybody uh you you really see a mix of everyone um excuse me uh atlanta uh maybe a little less asian than you see But still a very diverse crowd of people, you know, just just like any group or anytime you're in the streets or, uh, you know, possibly among also the homeless, you might get some people that appear uh, off their kilter. But for the most part, I'd say over 95 to even possibly 99% of the protesters are there consciously um, in hopes to make a difference.
0: It's funny you say that, because I was talking to somebody um, about the Asian thing, because being in Florida, I don't see many at all. There's not even a Chinatown. And I've been to to Puerto Rico and to Costa Rica, and they both have Chinatowns, but we don't have one in Florida. It's almost like nobody comes here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess, guess I kind of noticed that, too. But, you know, I've I've lived in other places as well, so I never really paid too much attention to the Asian thing as much as you do the segregated communities between Blacks and whites, usually?
0: Oh, especially, I mean, the the history of Florida. Um, As far as like, it seems like everybody's trying to make it seem like every single person that's protesting is looting. And um, I put it in a perspective for somebody to where I said, we look at China and say, oh, we found one video of somebody eating bats but nobody ever says what happens when somebody from another country turns on fear factor and that's their first introductory to United States culture. What would right. they think then? Right. It's like, it, it, I, I, I imagine from the outside looking in, it looks like the whole goddamn country's on fire. But like, I guess back to that question, do you see most looters where you are? Cause from my perspective, it looks like the protesters and the looters are com- in completely different places.
1: Yeah, no. It, it, the the looting is actually not a commonplace thing. Neither is the rioting. Your most commonplace thing is probably graffiti. If anything, like if there's actual any like vandalization, your most commonplace thing that you'll actually see is graffiti. Uh, other than that, like people are very aware of what they can or cannot do to public things and private property. Like, uh, citizens are pretty, pretty educated on simple, basic laws like that. So they might move some public, some public pieces around, but they won't break them. Maybe use them as like barricades yeah, and stuff like that, but they don't break the shit. Uh, so even, even one of the junior detectives admitted that, you know, it wasn't us that were the problem, but they've been having problems with people at night, you know, with, with, uh, in Florida in particular, Uh, shootouts and shit like that. But the question then bears, then why are you wasting your time with us when you should be preparing to go deal with them? I mean, I imagine it's because
0: just like the the Charlottesville protest, it's a combination of just keeping everything in in, in control because at any time, you know, some dude could just drive a car into some people and kill a bunch of people and you want to make sure there's police there for that.
1: Yeah, but there's a way to be going about doing that and there's a way to go be going about doing that one way is in opposition to the protests and another way would be to oversee to make sure the protesters are safe and they know they choose the latter with choosing to stand in opposition of the protest so i mean with that do you feel
0: relatively safe out there is there people that just come out and like try to threaten you guys or intimidate you
1: So far, the general public has not been one to fear. Like, there's been no counter-protesters that we've had to worry about other than just the police themselves.
0: Yeah, I imagine. So, I mean, because you see the videos with, like, guys with bow and arrows (laughs) and shit, and I'm like, damn, what the hell? Like, it only takes one of these guys to come out and just really cause some havoc.
1: Right. But, you know, those, again, are the... The less than one percent instances, but those get the most attention. They get ninety nine percent of the attention.
0: So, I mean, in the midst of all this, because I did see um, a statue come down in in D.C. kind of on your live. Um, what do do? What if anything do those statues represent to you? And where where are you from? Are you from Bo- like the Boston area or up there?
1: No, uh, I'm originally from Florida, so. <laughs> Uh, so it's like okay so most of these statues anyways were erected even after the civil war during like key civil rights issues and they weren't put up as a way to remember heritage you were put up as a reminder of white supremacy so just based on principle alone um if you truly actually want to talk about being patriotic, those kind of things can't stand in the country. Uh, you know, like we don't, we don't see any other major country uh, glorifying uh, losers in war or people that threatened the greater good of the nation. Uh, so, you know, that's why we see no Nazi anything in Germany. That's, you know, it's why you don't see Napoleon shit in France. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm fr-
0: like somebody asked me about the statues and like, oh, what do you think about the statues coming down? And my response to them was that if you still believe that George Washington's teeth were made of wood, I don't give a fuck if you rip down the George Washington statue or anything. Because we're at a point where we've built everything and all these statues on a lie. And I I saw, as of recently, uh, I was arguing with somebody on a Facebook post, and this girl was like, somebody was like, well, George Washington owned slaves. And she was like, well, I went to George Washington University and he didn't really believe that, he didn't believe in slavery, but he inherited 312 of them when he was 11. And he got married and his wife had slaves and he he wanted to give his slaves up, but the law didn't allow it. And, and then I responded to her, well, seeing as he didn't care about it that much, why was he ripping the teeth out of their mouth to make his own dentures? And I said, I, I guarantee you, if you went to Hitler University, that uh, they would say he was a man of the people in Time Man, <laughs> Time Magazine, man of the year. Yeah. So- what does the flag represent to you? I mean, at-, at this point, because I was on my Facebook saying that, basically, we need a new one.
1: Mm. I mean, what it should represent should be a good thing it's just the people representing it are not inherently good so i haven't i have no no issue with the flag itself just because on just on the basis you can just say it's the the stars represent the states okay that's logical uh i mean i guess i mean i'm up for open for anything but i don't know red white and blue with stars like it's not a bad looking flag but then again uh, you know since it was made and it was not made during a healthy or good time of America I really don't care if they change it it's really not gonna like if you're if you're, if you're nationalism or your sense of pride is tied to just a flag then you have some some pretty shallow feelings
0: I think that like People pay more attention when something changes. I think if we just put the flag out and and you know we run all these commercials and we say, hey, the flag is supposed to mean this, people would pay attention less. They're like, Yeah, we know what it's supposed to mean. But if you change something, then all those people go crazy and have no choice but to take notice and go, Oh shit, something that's what it's supposed to mean. Like where yeah. people start complaining. It's like I didn't disagree with the initial like protests where people went to the White House talking about, oh, we want, to be, we, we want to be free. We're not really free. But now when you have somebody that goes with a sign that says, I need a haircut, that's when it's like, okay, this is fucking laughable at this point. Like you can cut your own hair. You know what I'm saying? And speak, I mean, speaking of flags, I recently, and somebody asked me this question throughout the week, and I don't know, maybe you're, you've basically been on the front line. So maybe you can put it in a better perspective than me. I saw a rainbow flag with a brown and a black color addition to it. You know what that represents?
1: Mm, if I had to guess it's gonna be something to do with probably black non-binary people and black trans people. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm guessing it's something along those lines. I, I don't know the official answer on that. Okay. I mean,
0: I I've talked to a couple of people recently, some of them were gay, some of them are not, and they kind of let their feelings be known to me that they feel that it's almost the same fight when it comes to LGBTQ and black rights. Do you agree with that? No. (laughs) Is there a specific reason why not?
1: There is specifics within it. If you're a white gay male, then no. And if, well, Uh, the
0: the way that I put it to him is basically, I said to him that, um, if a lady looks out the window and calls a police on a black gay guy what's she calling the police on him for
1: being black correct <laughs> no one cares about you being gay anymore don't wait people that care about well that's not true the majority of the populace doesn't care about you being gay the police for the most part aren't caring about you being gay but then we're seeing within the black community itself if you're black and a trans woman it could be extremely dangerous for you not only from the rest of the community but you could also be ostracized from your own community we see a lot of that right now um we also see it from in general from the rest of the lgbt community uh, they
0: kind of look down on the trans more than anything
1: they look down on a black trans woman more than anything so black the, trans
0: woman gets the worst of
1: it the, the worst thing you could be in this country is not a black male but a black trans woman
0: no. it's
1: the most dangerous thing you could be right now, just being yourself. Unquestionably. It's, because it's like you're going to get shade for almost every single community and you can't even go back, you can't even fall in the comfort of being black. That makes sense.
0: I mean, that's that, that's like a partial of the way that I felt when I grew up because it's like you constantly try to identify with something and then if you're constantly shunned away from everything, it must create just havoc in your head I, isolation unquestionably um it's that, that that's actually that's actually perfect because i mean and that what you brought up is completely different than i was thinking more broad but that is something that i didn't even think about but i was going to say kind of what you think creates this um hate for all lgbtqs um if not more specific ones other than others but i guess that initial one before they kind of extend you know, and to to, to to deep taught hate to their kids and, and, and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean every every different uh ethnicity within different parts of the world have their own little things that they gotta work through within their own social macronomics and economics. Um but yeah, that's that's one that that should definitely be addressed just for the youth's uh future in general um you know you see you'll see in the paper all bunch of times all like parents doing all these things for their trans kids and you'll rarely ever hear a story about a black family going out of their way to do something for their trans you know their trans child or or anything like that uh but if, even within the community itself, it's still I still find it to be highly racist.
0: Even really,
1: oh yeah, it's just as bad. They're just not as uh, aggro about it.
0: That's crazy. That's like it's that's such a crazy perspective and such a crazy thought. So it's like I was talking about this last week how people, you know, can finally come to grips with what they are in the mirror, and then even after that point still have to single themselves down to the i'm i'm you know trans and white i'm trans and black i'm trans and a white man i'm that's i don't even know because for me like in my opinion it kind of stems from a, a bunch of different things whether it be upbringing or religion is a big one that i think um kind of gives people the right that they think that they can just you know have this hate for gay people i don't know it's it's almost like a it clashes together because it's like you're not supposed to hate religion but yet you think you can hate now because this person has a difference of sexual preference than you and that makes absolutely no absolutely no sense to me
1: what i've always mainly heard is this, it more comes from a place of fear like when i've been hanging out with people in any country this country or another country and you know hanging out and the not, like, most popular areas of town, Uh, you know, I'll get warned a lot of the times about uh, possible other peoples of color, and, you know, the the same two things is uh, they think they might mislead you and and steal from you. Uh, And so it's a lot of that more than I feel it is religion at this point as far as racism goes. Like, people aren't standing behind racism based on religion as much as they are uh just having not interacted much with a certain part of society and then their parents having prejudices and passing them down to the kids and again the kids having nothing for a second point of reference just latch onto that and then you know it's you just might as well tell them it's part of the bible you know that don't hang around black people they might you know steal from you or lie to you or some shit like that or you know don't hang out with these people because they're thieves or whatnot and you know it's just that's that's more what it stems from is just fear though i mean that as
0: far as the black thing it's it's not pushed by religion but it's pushed a lot by television which is obviously taking over religion even though people don't want to admit it Mm -hmm. um i was talking um to one of my friends the other day. And I said this, I'm, I was gonna pull everybody at the beginning of this, but you know, with the sound, it fucked me all up. So I didn't know what to do after that. But in 2012, they pulled 15,000 Americans and they asked them who the most hated person is in their opinion. Who do you hate the most is what they said. In
1: 2000? 2012.
0: 2012. What do you think number one was? Obama? That's a good guess. I was actually going to put that in the poll. I was just going to put Trump, Obama, and uh, Hitler for all time.
1: Oh, all time hated? Oh, in 2012, it was no, to,
0: In 2012, it was just 2012. But number one was Kim Kardashian. Makes sense. Number two is Jerry Sandusky. Makes sense now? Yeah. So number two is a guy who raped 80 kids, and number one is a girl who made a sex tape.
1: Makes sense to me. <laughs> kim, kim kardashian that's like that's like a million sick there's like a million children raped right there metaphorically but i mean if you think about that
0: at the point she's at now getting people out of jail that have been falsely oh, accused
1: please you don't believe that she has nothing else to do with their fucking life like she can't do some good pr work for herself but there's people that don't do shit at all there's there's people have people are writing their own stories with their own money and shit like that. I, I don't trust it for a second, but, you know, hey, you know, good for her, right? <laughs> so, um,
0: in any event, if I remember the day that I actually talked to you the first time I met you, you were looking to develop an app. And TT was like, well, tag Ray, you know, the guy develops an app. So I was like, all right, I accept the oh, request. Yeah. And then I was like, let me go click on this dude's page. You know what I'm saying? Go through a couple pictures. And I was like, oh, shit. That was five outfits from Wish in a row. (laughs) (laughs) I said, oh, shit. This is the shit that pops up on my timeline all the time. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) And then I asked TT. And he was like, oh, my man, he he does porn, bro. And then it wasn't nothing to me because, I mean, to be honest, when I was younger, and we talked about this the other day, you develop this anger towards different types of lifestyles because of the same thing that we're talking about now. And I guess I had to get to a point where I was comfortable with the person in the mirror to be able to take on, you know, different types of personalities and not feel any type of way and not feel you know, any animosity towards anybody, because at the end of the day, you know, we are all human and all we have to do is kind of narrow it down to humanizing ourselves so we can have these type of conversations and and people can understand what's going on in somebody else's life. I mean, you're out there. Did you get pepper sprayed the other day?
1: Yeah. Last Monday, I got severely pepper sprayed and my hands were uh, beaten with batons.
0: Jesus.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, how, how, it it would be fucking
0: absolutely selfish of me to have any type of animosity towards a person that is out there getting pepper sprayed and beaten with batons for somebody like me. That shit is crazy.
1: Uh, I just feel it's a part of the civic duty right now. Or I mean, you should feel it's part of your civic duty, but most people didn't really pay attention when they were learning about the history of the nation and just shit like that. I mean, certain parts of it, yeah. Or bad, but then there's still parts of human being characteristics that help to form, you know, what the nation is possible of being today. Like we have a we have a better possibility than any nation before us to correct a lot of little things that make this a pretty good place. Man. But there's a few blaring problems that that need to be you know addressed. But it's within reach. It's you know, this isn't fucking China. Do you see?
0: those type of problems or or similar type of problems when you go to other countries because you travel a lot so I imagine they have different types of problems some of them have the same type of problems I remember Trevor Noah saying something like Germany actually admitted to all the wrong that they did and therefore was able to move forward from it and the United States has not done that yet
1: yeah yeah no life is fucking great in Berlin like <laughs> they actually look happy <laughs> it sucks <laughs> You're like, oh, I gotta leave this and go back to being depressed with everybody else. No, really? yeah, no, America is very, 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 very low for uh happiness of its citizens. Uh, even in Spain, where they got fucking spanked by the recession, like back in 09, like they're happier than we are. Like they get along with each other better than we do. And, you know, they get along with all types of people. You know, they're not dealing with the race shit, you know. It's, I think
0: yeah. um I think in places like Spain and, and, and other European places, they're not dealing with the issues that we're dealing with aside from racism. They're not connected to third world countries. And they never promised anybody the American dream and then closed the door after they promised it to them.
1: Oh no, 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 no. All those European countries right now are dealing with a surge of immigrants. A surge the like melting pot? Uh yeah, like a huge like that like each country's probably has gained close to a hundred thousand people from uh, the Middle Eastern countries over the past four years, so there's been a huge flux of immigrants within each of those countries, especially Italy. Um, and well, then, Italy
0: is a different story because Italy is African.
1: <laughs> but you know, but all these European countries have always taken in people, so. It's only been America that likes to make the big deal about it every now and then.
0: Yeah, I would say that every now and then. Um, I think uh, another thing is that for the most part in America, everybody comes to America and they are in America. and want to make money in America, but they don't want to say they're American, which for me is no problem at all. Like I would rather you keep your culture. Cause even when I travel, I kind of want to understand the other person's culture more than just take from your country and leave. And um, I think that makes Americans upset, which I'll say this because I asked um, somebody else this question and, and, and they answered it in a weird fucking way. Ralph, when you think of an American, if I told you to draw
1: a picture of him, what does he look like? Probably like a, a cross of four in Captain America is he white doesn't have to be (laughs) Uh, you just you just think this like i mean it could just be a silhouette of a figure that's exactly what he said (laughs) that'd probably be your safest bet
0: I, i don't mean the safest bet i mean like if i put up like for instance if i go on google and i search doctor it takes like 15 pictures for me to get to the first black dude you know what I'm saying, or or any minority at all, and considering Cuba exports top five doctors in the world, I think that's a little crazy.
1: Well, I think as far as military goes, uh, and military uh, media and content goes, I'd say it's pre- has been predominantly white based. So then, if you're looking for someone to drag something up unspecifically. Uh, then they might be inclined to draw some form of, well, well an, an American doesn't, I guess, have to be military. I don't know. It's something, yeah, you know, are you are you giving somebody 30 seconds to draw? Or are you saying just, hey, just draw an American? You know what I mean? Well, put,
0: say if I picked the picture, what if, say if I put like a five pack, like they do like a, a mug shots, and I'd said, point to the person that you consider American.
1: right. And you shouldn't be able to define it because American is just supposed to be...
0: No, you certainly should not. Um, But in the eyes of kind of what people think it is and what they become, we see videos where, you know, Karen attacks uh, uh, an actual native of the country and tells them to go back to their country when it's their country.
1: I know. Um, I guess I'd be looking for things like, I guess, symbolism, like eagles. I'd be looking for something maybe flag-related, maybe something uh, map-related. I feel like at this point, every single
0: time I see the American flag, it is on some maniac Trump supporter's fucking pickup truck.
1: Yeah, you're not really seeing it around. I mean, because it's it's not a – I don't feel it to be a proud time right now kind of why i wanted to leave i kind of given up on the citizens of this country i didn't think they had a backbone anymore i mean obviously we're where we're at now
0: we're starting to get to that point but i think everybody's kind of been rocked to sleep for so long i saw um i think it was the the, the shop with lebron he was talking to jamie fox and jamie fox said that he felt that his age group thought for a certain period of time that racism was over and then when he turned on the tv he was like oh shit what's going on this is still happening because they got kind of comfortable and content with making a little bit of money and then forgot about the people that didn't have money
1: Well, they got themselves out of poverty too yeah so you know then that way they're not living around where the cops are always hanging around and cracking down on people either
0: oh unquestionably
1: you know, the, <laughs> the cops hang around poor areas, whether it's black or white. You know, those are the easiest people to pinch. Those are the people to least resources. And even when they get arrested, it doesn't make a splash.
0: It's weird because being in Florida, poor white people are way poorer than the white people in Boston. And oh, I don't yeah. think the poor white people in Boston think that the poor white people in Florida exist
1: right the only difference is you know the winters (laughs) you know that's so moving
0: back to the porn thing from I was supposed to go to that from my, my wish outfit joke but fuck it we're gonna do it now you are a bisexual porn star correct
1: yes that would be correct
0: how long have you been doing that how long have you been in the industry
1: uh approximately 10 years
0: all right and basically how did it get started like did somebody walk up to you one time that happened in florida did it happen up north because i know i saw like hot girls wanted and it was like a crazy amount of tampa shit going on. have you seen that doc
1: that did you say dog doc documentary no no i haven't seen the documentary no 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 yeah. Uh, no, I was in Boston when I got started, and just someone took some photos of me and then asked if they could forward my information to a studio. And I just said, yeah, and then uh, I got flown out to Texas, and it started from there. In Texas? Yeah, right outside of Austin. Shit.
0: Okay. Dun-dun how did you like when you basically first started it was there something that you needed to fight in terms of your mind as far as because I I imagine most people being a porn star by itself you know they have to explain it to people a certain way and then if you're like oh I'm gonna do gay porn I imagine you have to look at and, and explain that much more to people um as far as where you're at why you're doing it even if like you don't obviously you don't have to explain the why to anybody but depending on your age at the time and depending on how people look at you, I'm sure it made you feel a certain type of way.
1: Uh, I mean, I wasn't... How do I explain this? Uh, me, like, explaining myself or talking about my pastor history was nothing new to me. So whenever the times arose when I had to discuss people brought up what i did and got into what i did like it didn't really bother me much uh the one thing i really appreciated or grew as a tactic when i was younger was to just be open and honest with people when they ask me questions and it allows me to know who really should be around me and who should not be around me real fast so I don't like to like sugarcoat it for people. Cause also I take in consideration that some people can't or shouldn't be around me for their own benefit. Mm-hmm. Just, just because I don't really care about my public perception, but I don't want anyone to accidentally have something happen to them because I wasn't fully uh, honest or disclosed who I was potentially at the time.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Shit. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: The, um, yeah, I was like basically trying to do it's funny you say that because um I know I was listening to the Lauren Hunt Lauren Hill Unplugged album and she said just basically show yourself right at the beginning because at the end of the day you don't want that person to wake up one day and go, Who the fuck? Who is this? Like and that makes perfect sense because when you're trying to build, you know, a circular network let it be known right off the bat. I, I always tell my friends that are trying to, you know, get into music and, and join other people and get people in on their projects that make sure that that other person is investing both their time and their money, because one of the other doesn't mean anything. You have to be fully invested so that you know that it's serious. And if they just think that they can throw their money at it, and then you're going to do all the fucking hard work, you get burnt out. And then they're like, what do you mean? I gave you the money. And you're like, it's about more than that, man. It's about <laughs> life. It's about the actual team aspect of getting it done bouncing ideas off each other having another person there to make sure that you know you can achieve what you guys really want to achieve because everybody just talks shit and then they don't want to talk to you again until they see the checks shit do you make good money
1: i make good money (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: So when I was doing throughout the week, I was doing background info. And I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Jacksonville, let me me put this shit in, see if there's any info. And ended up on your Twitter and forgot Twitter was uncut. And then boom, dicks everywhere. So I'm letting all y'all motherfuckers know right now.
1: I'm also banned on Twitter. So
0: (laughs) what was up there? And I was like, oh, shit, what's going on here? (laughs) So if y'all wanna see dicks or don't wanna see dicks, letting y'all know right now. Um, back on some saving lives shit. I'm mean, last time we talked, you were talking about the organization that you were starting.
1: The NCRU. NCRU.org. Is that up yet? Uh, dot us. Uh, oh, so it's dot us. You sent me the US. dot org. I think my bad um, dot us. I believe the splash page is up right now as we coordinate with other people and other organizations. So it should be n-c-r-u dot I believe.
0: Let me put it in right now. We'll check.
1: Double check that myself. And that stands for the National Civil Rights Union.
0: Oh, yeah, that's up. Okay, and I mean, how did that get started for you? And kind of what does it mean to you? What does it represent?
1: So it got started between... um, A few of us that met in D.C. during all this. Um, It consists of some of the medics that have been in D.C. for like nearly four weeks. So they were there when Trump cleared everybody out and tear gassed everybody and went to the church for the picture with the Bible. Uh, And then another organizer, organizer. that is really good at coordinating and leading marches. Um, a bunch of us just met in a hotel room, uh, started discussing some things, kind of were, were taking in what we had seen from other groups in the DC local area, and decided that you know we kind of needed something that we could branch or tint everybody underneath and mm. develop a mission statement, that people can get behind so we can channel this energy into something that can get things done. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. When So when you were at Atlanta, did, were you there for that fire when they they set the Wendy's on fire?
1: Oh yeah, I was there for like an hour and a half prior. And then I was just walking around. I have some video footage of them like lighting fires outside the Wendy's before they lit the Wendy's on fire. Um, yeah, it was it was tense. There was protesters up on the bridge that, you know, they brought in big-ass fucking uh, prisoner transfer bus and uh, detained a whole bunch of people on the bridge. And then, uh, you know, they set that Wendy's on fire, and then a bunch of us marched and moved down to the police, police precinct in Atlanta and uh, formed a, a protest outside the police station, but they were heavily ready for that and we were heavily undernumbered. So when they started marching and shooting the tear gas and shit like that, you know, like we stayed around, grabbed a few people that wanted to ride and got out of there. Um, Now that area is the site of what I've heard is an autonomous zone. So they've started an autonomous zone where they burnt out Wendy's. What does that mean? Uh, It's a, it's an area occupied by the people now. Oh shit. (laughs) <laughs> like the uh, the autonomous zone they set up in Seattle
0: oh now I got what you're talking about <laughs> yeah,
1: this, this is what I've heard um, <sighs> sorry I yawn a lot <laughs> no yawning no yawning on the perfect podcast right uh, <laughs> so that's, that's just one of the many things that's going on around the country uh, New York is fucking crazy uh, you were in I, new york too right i didn't have a chance to stop in there and take part in that so what uh, have you heard about that uh well i know the city has suspended habeas corpus mm-hmm. so you could be pretty much if you're arrested as a protester right now you could be in jail indefinitely oh yeah they're the the laws that they're putting on some of the
0: especially the looters that they catch they're hitting them with terrorists ter- terrorism charges so when they when this all clears out they'll be able to fill their privatized prisons a little bit more and make some money
1: yeah it's kind of it's i mean like you know the looters and the people that burn things you know you you know the risk you're taking when you cross that line mm-hmm. um, that's why i was just right next to it all just filming it all uh, I wanted I wanted to help so bad with the uh, Albert Pike statue I was right there I mean I was right there and I got to see it like I got to see them like literally like as I showed up they were already pulling it down anyways so it's not like they needed my help but just being able to be there uh, and then the, you know watch them light the statue on fire and then I, uh, I had a blunt on me so I lit my blunt on the statue that's not property damage you know what I mean that's <laughs> not even vandalism it's all right it's recreational in dc exactly it's not even vandalism <laughs> either you know what i mean like
0: who knows what they would try to fucking do when when the charges came out at the end of the day
1: i don't know what the hell they'd be able to charge me for having marijuana in public i'll just say it was a cigarette the marijuana. law they, the dc laws
0: are weirder than anywhere else like they didn't fully wreck and you had to buy a shirt and they had delivery services where you deliver food it's the weirdest thing ever
1: yeah well, like I said earlier, D.C. is not a state. hmm Is
0: it? So it's it's is it just D.C. that it's, or is it all Maryland?
1: No, I, it's there's, just D.C.
0: That does the wreck. I think Maryland is is medical. If I'm correct.
1: Yeah, D.C. It's its own thing. It's not connected to anything else.
0: No. Yeah, I've been there. I was trying to explain to people that D.C. Once you cross that Capitol building, there's like one police station for the rest of the way as you go.
1: They have they have all the army and everything they need right in that area. Unquestionably. Um, any crazy stuff at the White House? No, just that they have everything all fenced off and you just pretty much got the uh the protesters out there trying to gain ground on them and you know, they're mounted with riot gear and everything they need and They they just don't need it. (laughs) I mean, you, at this
0: point, are in the midst, I know everybody's trying to minimize it like it's not, but of the biggest civil rights movement in the history of the world. Does it feel like that?
1: Halfway. Um, But right now, I see people in Hong Kong just getting the hammer brought down on them. Yeah, I mean, and in China,
0: you can get 10 years for weed possession.
1: <laughs> well, Hong Kong's supposed to be free for another 20 plus years, but China's already uh, impinging upon all of them and they're just arresting all protesters almost. So and they, they have massive con- concentration camps in China right now. So it kind of sucks that we have to deal with our shit and we're not capable of helping out anybody else. So if the time comes and we need help, who's going to help us?
0: Without question. That's certainly a powerful statement. I mean, I think we, with our our first world problems for the most part, other than, you know, getting murdered, um, forget about the shit that other countries go through go through and that's a testament to just people not traveling at all and I mean at the point we're at now I used to always say if it gets bad I'm just going to leave and now we can not <laughs> which is
1: insane Europe <laughs> won't take you <laughs> South America won't take you right now like because of the COVID shit for sure well it might, it might just be a secret code for our operation to take down the citizens of the United States of America
0: it might just be like <laughs> I was thinking like if, if Trump ends up winning again He can literally say some shit like Well look at all the money That got boosted back into the economy Because you got your tax return here And you got your, your stimulus here And you weren't even allowed to leave the country So everything had to be spent here yeah. Which is the craziest thing to me ever How are you telling Like I read an article that said like Something like 4 million jobs got created How is that even possible
1: They didn't they're just counting people going back to work <laughs> That makes sense. You know what I mean? It's bullshit. It's just all bullshit. He's a bullshit artist. That's all he's ever been.
0: For sure. Without question about that. I mean, but now we're at a point where we're going to be... It To me, it's absolutely sickening that these are the two people that are representing a country that we try to claim is the smartest in the world. And we are now sitting here with Trump and Biden, who are both
1: disgusting. I, I don't think – I don't remember last time we tried to claim we were the smartest country in the world because we're certainly not even in the top 15 or 20. Top 25 in education of developed countries. <laughs> no, nah, I thought we were lower than that. <laughs> Might be
0: now. I mean, by the, by the actual way that they determine stuff, we're considered a third-world country, and that was before COVID. Yeah. But they just haven't updated it.
1: Yeah, so – yeah, fun stuff. So what is the best country you've been to? You think it's Berlin? Germany was doing it pretty well. I know not all Germany's perfect, but I know that they were doing fairly well for millions of people in Berlin. Yeah, I. In terms of like
0: before any of this shit, like the place that you went that you were like, yeah, this is it. This is the place I'd like to just be.
1: Berlin or Madrid. Uh Yeah, that'd be a tough one. I mean, and it's so cheap to fly between them, too, once you're over there. Yeah. But I I don't know. If I had to, like, pick one to live for the rest of my life, I'd go with Berlin. Okay. In its current form.
0: What's the – what do you mean by that?
1: where they're where everybody's happy there the oh moment.
0: yeah i mean shit i'm like, like i said, go to costa rica if, maybe four times a year they're rated the happiest people in the world
1: i like mean if and they that's, started going if they start going right and conservative then i might change my mind
0: yeah i mean because at the end of the day we want to just be human so as soon as you start cracking on that cracking down on that it's whatever
1: yeah but
0: I guess we can wrap up. Do you have any questions for me?
1: No, sir. None that I can think of.
0: Oh, all right. Well, I want to thank you for joining us, man. Um, I also want to thank you for fighting for us, for fighting for the rights of humans in general, whether it be LGBTQ or Black Lives Matter. Um, We're all trying to narrow this gap. We're all trying to be more understanding of one another and move forward and accomplish the goals that we want to accomplish to make this a better world. That's, I say it all the time, I'm trying to change the world. And unfortunately, I got the feeling from from you talking that I knew the exact feeling of, yeah, you help um, a certain amount of people, but it's overwhelming that you want to help so much more and you right. can't. It's like right. being handcuffed because you know you have ideas that can change things and and um, you get handcuffed by, you know, thinking outside the norm because everybody wants to go "Eh, that's different and it's going to take different thoughts for us to move forward and um until people start to grasp those ideas we start get some of these old ass fucking people out of of congress then we aren't really going to move towards that
1: yeah i agree with that thank you for joining
0: us my man once again it's jackson wheeler aka chris ash and thank you for fighting for us boss
1: Hey, it's my pleasure, man.
0: Have a great night. Thank you for joining the Imperfect Podcast. Absolutely. You have a good night, everyone. If you guys like what you hear, you can like us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts now. We're on both of them, and I will have this posted up on both of them by tomorrow morning. Have a great night, everybody.